Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven. To be a quick rundown today, we're going to be covering the Fightins. They just finished the game today. We'll also review Thursday night football. We'll go over some college football picks. Rob will be all over that one for sure. Then we'll do in the uh, this Sunday's NFL props, and we'll end the episode with our top five candies. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor over at Anchor. Hello, everybody, and welcome. No, you, you have not died and gone to heaven. This is episode seven and a two for one this week for the PA Turnpod. I'm Rob, joined as always by Joel. How you doing, buddy? Jesus, man. I'm a, I'm a little sick right now. I'm playing hurt. My Willis Reed game is right now. I'm good. <laughs> Willis Reed. I'm not Paul Pierce per se, but I'm more Willis Reed on this one. You didn't poop your pants? <laughs> no, I'm not pooping my pants, but uh, I'm doing good other than that. Just came home from work. How about you, sir? Uh, this is my Ben Carson or Brandon Ingram, like really, really sleepy looking uh, game. So <laughs> we're going to power through this without me going over my limit of 300 milligrams of caffeine per 24 hours. Was it sleep? Was it sleepy because of a long day or did the producer knock you out and then you just woke up all dazed out? A little bit of a long day. I had a regular day at work. Um, and then we spent some time with the neighbors and then uh, ate Chinese food for the first time in our new neighborhood. And I'm like slowly but surely going into a food coma. <laughs> All right. Now, do you rate it? How good is it? The Chinese food? It was pretty good. I forget the name of the place, but they all have the same five words in the name anyway. So it's <laughs> probably like Dragon Walk or China Happy or something. I don't know. But I give it a four, four stars. I have nothing to compare it to, though. Oh, not from your old spot? Not from your old spot? Oh, well, compared to the old places, it's a four, but I have nothing to compare it to in this area. Gotcha. I understand. All right, Rob. Uh, I mean, let's waste no time. The Fightins, baby. The Fightins. The Fightins, baby. We're talking the Fightins. Um, six nothing yesterday. They come back and went 12 to six. Uh, probably another record. I'm sure they were the first National League team since, like, since like they ended segregation to do that. <laughs> um, it's, so the last two times that they wore the powder blues, they went down big and then came back and won big. I was actually at the game last week when they went when they were down like seven nothing and they won like was it like seventeen eight or something one whatever it was. I think we in were Chicago. T- we were texting and I was like, dude, just get it, go home, go home. And then you you hung in there. And yeah, we stayed almost like, the, the whole fightings, game. The fightings. And I looked at the scoreboard. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, and then leave. yesterday was what six nothing. They won twelve six. Tonight they went eight to six. A little bit more of a uh, like a gut check victory. Granted, they played Pittsburgh, but I've been saying all year if they could just beat the bad teams because they so, they play so well against good teams. If they get into the playoffs, they have a shot because the only teams they lose to are the crappy teams like the Pirates, the Baltimore Orioles, and like the Miami Marlins. So, and occasionally the Mets. Once in a while, yeah. Tonight, um, Kyle Gibson pitched and slugged his way to a home run. Uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Kyle Gibson had a solo run of the bottom of the third. I believe he's the first Phillies pitcher to hit a home run this year. Uh, first one in a couple of years. The last one was either uh, Eflin or Arietta. Um, not Randy Wolf, top of the fourth inning, <laughs> Wolf back. <laughs> Top of the fourth, Pittsburgh took a 4-1 lead. And then in the bottom half, Brad Miller, who usually doesn't get extra base hits until after the sixth inning, had a solo home run in the fourth inning. Bryce Harper, the MVP, 
RBI double in the bottom of the fifth, which brought him back within one. And then in the sixth inning, McCutcheon scored a long pitch tying it. Ronald Torres, another just that, that dime a dozen player that has just given them everything possible this year. Uh, between him, Fearling, you know, even now Galvis, Jankowski, all those guys. Uh, nonetheless, he had a RBI single game in the lead. Top of the seventh, Wilmer Defoe gave the Pirates a lead. And then the bottom of the seventh, Didi Gregorius, Sir Didi, had a three-run home run, put him up eight to six. Cam Bedrosian, terrible. Hector Neris, great. Ian Kennedy came in, shut the door. So, Fightins, they are, at the time of recording, one game behind Atlanta. However, Atlanta currently is up, I think, like, what, 3 nothing on the Padres? 3 nothing in the bottom of the third on the road in San Diego. Yeah, they're playing a seven-inning game. It's a second of a doubleheader, and the Padres are starting a guy who was just added to the roster as the 29th guy for the doubleheader, and the Padres were going to begin with. So we need to just hope that, you know, either the Braves' bullpen falls apart because they have Max Fried starting, so we'll see how long he goes. But either he falls apart, the bullpen falls apart, or the Padres start slugging some homers. But I'm not going to hold my breath. The Phillies need to take care of their own business, and thankfully they did tonight and last night. I mean, we need uh, Tatis Machado to uh, hit some sluggers out here. But, yeah. They want to just go fight Max Reed, maybe. That'll be, a, that'll be big. Um, but big weekend. And Aaron Nola showed us nothing again yesterday. Um, another time of the year where, God forbid, if Zach Gafflin were healthy, that would be huge. Um, but tomorrow they have Ranger Suarez on the bump. He's been fantastic this year. A 1-6 ERA, a whip just over 1. He's been amazing. Um and then Sunday, the uh, the series finale, they're going to go with, I believe, a bullpen game, but I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I believe Sunday will be a bullpen game. So, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, so they don't really have a designated starting pitcher right now in the five spot on the rotation. It seems like right now it's um, not not necessarily an order of talent, but just in, in sequential order. It's Wheeler, um, Nola, Gibson, um Ranger Suarez, and then just because Matt Moore has been so inept, and because they let Velasquez go and Eflin's hurt, they're just going with um, you know, they use either Bedrosian or Falter or somebody out of the bullpen to start the game, and that guy gives them two, three innings. Coonrod did it last week too, and then they just they piece it from that point forward. Um, whether it's Alvarado, Naris, all these guys can eat like you know multiple innings, but. They're just piecing it together. They won the last one. And then I believe last Thursday when I went to the game, we got there late because it was a six o'clock start, but that was a bullpen game too, which would explain why it was seven nothing bad guys. But they wound up winning. And luckily it hasn't, it's honestly been better than what they had with Matt Moore and Chase Anderson anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and in the playoffs, you're not going to need five starters anyway. So you might as well get what you can right now. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking currently at the MLB.com, the standings, and I can't, I don't know what this means. Maybe actually I do. The East. That makes sense. E next to Atlanta means East, looking at, yes. is, is it. Uh, is it the magic number? Uh, I know a lot of people don't understand that. <laughs> no, I just see, I just see like, you know, division leaders, San Francisco, W, yeah. Milwaukee, I guess it's the Central, and then E, I guess, would be NL East. I thought it was something like they're already in already because uh, these Cardinals, buddy, 14-game win streak. 
they need to collapse before so the Phillies can get into that second slot. The wild. Yeah, I believe they won two of them today. Well, yeah, they're yeah, it's a fourteen game win streak, so I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, they're on fire. Yeah, it's crazy for them. I think the Phillies' only avenue into the playoffs at this point is probably the division, which is going to come down to one way or another that that series in Atlanta toward the end of uh, September, which I believe is next week. And then they play Miami the week after and Atlanta stays and at home and takes on the Mets. So it's going to be a big week and a half. We got to hope that Aaron Nola figures it out, hope that Wheeler can carry them and hope that, you know, the, the bats don't just go silent. MV3. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, that's going to be a, I think that Marlins series, if somehow we split it or even sweep the Braves, God willing, it'll all come down to the Marlins just yeah. absolutely killing us. As always. As uh, always. Shifting gears, uh, last night, if you're listening, I guess it would have been two nights ago, but uh, last night at the time recording, Panthers defeated the Houston Texans on Thursday night football. As we predicted, it was a nothing game. Um, the Panthers won 24 to 9. They covered the 7.5 and, and it hit the under for 43. Um, I would just run down some stats real quick. We're not going to go too deep into this game because there's not a whole lot of takeaways from it. Um, I will, obviously, the biggest one is Christian McCaffrey is uh, is banged up right now. And the Panthers' defense, while they played against you know a CYO team last night, <laughs> um, they did look pretty dominant, and they're 3-0. Um, first downs, Carolina, 28 of them to the 14 for Houston. Third downs, um, Carolina 5 of 11, Houston 1 for 9. Total yards, 407 to 193. That's a lot. Passing was 290 to 151. Yeah. Jeez. Rushing, 117 to 42. And then time of position, 35-45 to 24-15. Uh, passing, I'll just run through these real quick. Sam Darnold, 304 yards. Uh, he was 23 of 34. Uh, Davis Mills, 20, uh, 19 for 28. 168 and a touchdown. He was sacked four times. Darnold was sacked three times. Rushing, Chuba Hubbard had 52 yards. Um, Christian McCaffrey had 31. Uh, that's kind of it. Uh, Sam Darnold, eight carries for 11 yards and two touchdowns. Tommy Tremble, one carry, seven yards and a touchdown. Houston got 21 yards from Mark Ingram and 11 from David Johnson. Uh, TJ Moore went off, eight catches for 126. Terrace Marshall, four catches for 48. Robbie Anderson was pretty silent. Brandon Cooks, nine catches, 112 yards. And Jordan Aikens, I think that's his name, Jordan Aikens. Uh, four catches, 32 yards. Again, not a whole lot to really dig into here. Yeah. Panther defense looked pretty good, but I mean, consider the competition. I'm not going to get to. I I know I picked them as my one of my breakout teams, but they beat the Saints, who were missing half of their staff due to COVID protocol. They just beat Houston with a backup quarterback, and Week One they beat the Jets. So, so you're saying your Carolina Panthers are pretenders? I mean, you can only beat who's on the schedule, but I, I'm going to hold out a little bit. They play Dallas next week, which will be a, a, definitely a test. That'd be a fun game. And then after that, I believe two weeks after that, they play the Eagles. So we'll see what happens. That Dallas game will be fun at least. If Dallas smokes the Eagles, you know, so the record would be, you know, pretty good. Yeah, the bar will be set this week with that the Eagles have. Cowboys game because then you'll get a true feel for well, you know, who is truly the better team in the division, or if we're going to find it out at all. Unless Carolina becomes what uh, the Steelers were last year, I believe. Looking, the record is great, but they shouldn't have won 
most of those games, and then they were exposed by WFT at the end of the season, and they just yeah, and then they got the blown to pieces in the uh, in the playoffs by what was it? Cleveland beat them. I think, I think it was so, close yeah. at the end, but it was it was like twenty eight nothing at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was pathetic. That's what Cleveland. It was does. a they disgusting game. Cleveland. It was a terrible game. <laughs> um, well, oh, yeah, I like think said, we just got another home run. Oh no! I think no, I think I think it was Dansby Swanson. Unless this was this already happened. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, that already happened. Yeah, that happened. Fireman Joe is a little buzzed at the bar right now and he's texting me about highlights. So <laughs> I guess that's a good segue. Unless you have anything else you want to touch on with that Panther game, which was a, a nothing game. Nothing game. That was nothing just game. like filling space. I think that was probably the weakest uh, Thursday night football game. Granted. Yeah, I, I have to take a look at the schedule, but there, there are some good ones on there. Well, I'm just talking about up to this point. I mean, granted. Oh, yeah. Third week. Yeah, no, no doubt in my mind. I mean, oh, Jesus. Well, next week it's Jaguars and Bengals. Joe Burrow, baby. Then you get Rams, Seahawks, Eagles, Bucks, Broncos, Browns, Packers, Cards. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, so there's a bunch of, geez, Jets, Colts. All right, so you get your standard, you know, bad team versus bad team in an ugly stadium game, and then you get a couple of decent ones. They throw you a bone from time to time. <laughs> Well, Rob, let's move on from the NFL and just go right down to the college ranks for a little bit. Tomorrow, Saturday, I know uh, Fireman Joe might be a little buzzed right now, but he did send in some uh, college football picks. Yeah, we're going to sound the alarm. Oh, man. So I'll read his first, and then if you want to give me yours, and then I'll give you mine, because he's got three here. I have five, and then I don't know how many you have. You have at least two, right? I'm going to have zero. <laughs> oh, you got zero? I mean, if I was always told if Alabama is playing, take them the over, spread, whatever. They usually hit, except for yes, last week. Yeah, they Florida. almost always cover under Saban, but last week the Florida game was a mess. I think they'll cover against uh, that wild team. I don't know what it is. I didn't uh, see it. I think I'll take Oklahoma and Alabama. And I'll take Florida State as an underdog. Just give me some money. Give me my picks. So Alabama is at home against SMU tomorrow. Ooh. They are minus 45, and the over-under is 58.5. Um, Oklahoma this week is at home against West Virginia. They are minus 17.5, uh, over-under 56. That's actually going to be the 7 o'clock game on ABC. That's Maybe the Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreet game. So oh, I will be almost definitely watching that. Um, that'll be fun. Spencer Rattler just feels like somebody that Howie Roseman is going to fall in love with, and then he's going to suck in the NFL. <laughs> I'll take the 17 and a half over that. I'll take that. All right. I'm going to – so Fireman Joe gave me three picks, and it seems like two of them are – actually, one of them I agree with. One of them I don't know enough about the two teams, and then the other one I agree with as well. Um First one he's got is uh, UMass. They're heading to Coastal Carolina. They are getting 36 and a half points. He's going to take the points in that one. So UMass plus 36 and a half. Um, next one is Akron at Ohio State. Ohio State's starting their backup quarterback this week. Really? Um, Akron's getting 48 and a half. He's going to take the points there. Yeah, uh, I forget what it was. Their quarterback's either sick or something weird. 
Um, so Akron plus 48 and a half at Ohio State. And then another one that I like, Iowa at Colorado State, under 44 and a half. Big 10 team. Obviously, Colorado State's not a Big 10 team, but Iowa, uh, they're a better team than usual. But still, anytime you're 45 or, or higher, I think you got to take the under there. So 44 and a half is right on that borderline for me. On the on the road, too. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to read off five real quick. Uh, first one, I'm going to go you're USC. Five. Yeah. USC minus six and a half in the first half at home against Oregon. I just think they're a better team, and I think that they should be able to cover a touchdown in the first half. Um, second one is just a straight Clemson minus nine and a half at NC State. They have had a rough start to the season. I think this is their get right game. Um, I know it's on the road, but it's it's Clemson, and they're still one of the best teams in the country. Uh, Wisconsin, I think they cover the five and a half at home against Notre Dame, unless that line has moved. I think it actually has, because um, I think it was six and a half. Somebody I follow on Instagram, I think, just bet on it. Unless uh, uh, Brian Kelly that. assassinated everybody on that team. Yeah, so Clemson is actually up to 10. Uh, this is four hours ago that I did this. Oh, I, yeah. So does that change everything um, for you? No. They're going to cover that. <laughs> Uh, Wisconsin is actually minus one and a half. Ooh. I don't know why I took a minus five and a half. If I can get a minus one and a half, unless I, I, I don't know. I typed this up hours ago. I wonder if I just did an alternate line. <laughs> oh no, they're still <laughs> minus six and a half on FanDuel. So they they actually went up another point. So minus six and six and a half against another game. We're doing it live, folks. We'll do it live. Uh, UCLA at Stanford. That's going to be one of those late games. I like that over 29 and a half in the first half. That's a Pac-12 after dark. And then the I think the latest Pac-12 after dark. Uh, Arizona, the, I made a type one here, didn't I? I have Arizona, Oregon over 58 and a half. I think actually USC is playing Oregon State. Let me double check that. I think that's one of those. Oregon State is, yeah. USC is going against Oregon State. Oregon yep. is at home against Arizona. Uh, you know what? I wrote that in my notes here, but I didn't put it on the Google Doc. I'm sorry. Uh, but I got USC, whatever. They're still going to handle their business against Oregon State. Now, real quick, if it were Oregon, do you like, do you still would have taken USC? Uh, Minus 600 against Oregon? Uh, I don't know. I don't think Oregon's all that good anymore either. Damn, Chip Kelly. They need them. USC, I th- think, is a better team than they have shown this year. Um, obviously, they lost to Stanford pretty decisively. I think that was two weekends ago. Um, but I still think they're they're a better team than you might think. They're two and one, but they're still a better team. Um, and then, all right, yeah. So Arizona, Oregon's one of the latest games. I have that over for fifty eight and a half. I think it'll be in like the seventies. Um, how many NFL picks do you have? You might as well just shift gears to that. Jeez, dude. I have a lot. <laughs> yeah, I went a little you know, crazy. I say you just read. How many do you have? Because I got one, two. I got like six. I probably have 12. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just, why don't, why don't you just picks. start with one and I'll just read mine and then we'll just keep going back and forth. Yeah. Well, for for clarification, these are just like picks that I like. Would I put money on them? Probably on half of them, but something to keep an eye out, basically. Yeah. I like the ones I have here. I'm actually going to see if I can parlay one of them. All right. Well, I'll go first. I'll, 
Yeah. I split them up by, I guess, games. So I had uh, Cardinals and Jags. I do like the DeAndre Hopkins minus 120 for a touchdown, anytime touchdown. You know, it's on the road. It's in Jacksonville, I believe. Yeah, negative like money feels like almost a lock. You obviously, you got to put down 120 to win 100, but I still think that's a, I still think that's a good one. But it's also you can parlay with uh, other singles as well from other games or mm-hmm. single game. You can have that in the money line. Might get something out of it. Um, you want me to keep going or do you want to go back and forth? Um, so I already kind of mentioned this one before. I got it at plus 230 at the time. It's now down to plus 170. It might even be further down. Again, I did this like four hours ago. Yeah. I have the Jags first quarter money line at home against Arizona. I just think that they might come out hot. You might see a little bit of a sluggish start. Arizona's still going to win. Yeah, but I get yeah. the Jags beating them after the first quarter. What do you have, 7-3? Yeah, 7-3, 7 nothing. who knows. Uh, if it's a, <laughs> I feel bad if it's a, a late, you know, first quarter field goal to tie the game. Yeah. Arizona. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> my heart will go out for you. Um, next game I have Colts at Tennessee. No, uh, presumably, I don't think there's a Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think he was at practice. I don't know what he did, but they ha- they still haven't um, actually said whether or not he's playing. Well, I'm sure he's at practice. He He's trying to get that certain job. Um, well, the one I have is Julio Jones over 23 yards as his longest reception as a minus 114. I think that was pretty low. I think a little higher, maybe around the 30 mark. Yeah. I would be like, eh. Because he had a 51 yarder last year. I mean, last season. I mean, that, yeah. last week, Jesus, can't talk. Those to are that. tough. I had um, I had Robbie Anderson over what twenty and a half, and he got like one catch for eight yards. He disappeared. Yeah, that's a shame. I mean, I told you they weren't going to be able to stop both, and they obviously stopped him, but not DJ Moore. So DJ Moore just went off. I was just wrong. Um, I have I have actually I have one for that game as well. Okay. I have a Tennessee defense anytime touchdown plus six hundred. Um, I like that. Carson if Carson starts. He's a fumble. <laughs> He's a fumble-prone guy. If he doesn't, Jacob Eason's young could get baited into an interception. I mean, you know, you would hope for an interception. That's more likely to get a touchdown than a fumble. It's also a special one. teams touchdown. I think that it, it's a defense slash special team, so it's possible that they're uh, whoever the return man is maybe breaks one. I feel like lately the the strategy is just to give it a touchback, don't risk it. I think that's like the been the strategy. For the past few yeah, years. however, early on in this season, some teams have actually been kicking it short of the end zone to try to keep teams away from the 25, and it has worked a little bit. Mm. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot, actually, especially if Carson Wentz is playing. Um, probably bang them, you'll throw a pick. Yeah, I think either way, it's still a decent value, plus 600. For sure. Um, next one I have is, well, I'm looking at yours a little bit. Let me see. Hmm. Uh, we'll do Saints and Pats. I have three for <clears> that. <throat> All right, I got two and then the two together equals a third so <laughs> i see um let me see let me uh, i have Jameis winston and mac jones they're both uh one and a half touchdowns they have them down i have both of them over one and a half touchdowns so they have to score i mean they have to throw two touchdowns and for mac jones it's plus 102 Jameis winston is plus 154 wow i was shocked when i saw can that. you parlay those uh, no, 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 I'm not okay. sure. I know the same game parlay. You can do some player props, but not all of them are applicable. No, this is for uh, passing props. I found it under. Okay, yeah, and it, they're weird about it. Some of the stuff makes sense that you could, but some of it you can't. 
but I like uh, that. And also, yeah. Matt Jones as an interception to plus 116. Uh, Jameis Winston was a minus 230, 260, something like that. So, <laughs> disrespecting Jameis. I would so probably just, go the under on that. See yeah, what you might as well give it, give it a shot, yeah. But I do like those three. Jones, two touchdowns, 102. Winston, two touchdowns, 154, which is a nice number. And Matt Jones on interception, 116. A quick note before I forget. Yeah. Um, somebody actually bet eight thousand dollars last night. On what? On over zero points. So they needed one point to be scored. Um, I think it was minus a hundred thousand or whatever. So they won eighty dollars. But I mean, if you have that much money to to burn, it's a free eighty dollars. <laughs> so Batman they took over zero point five points. <laughs> yeah, you just took the points. I mean, I guess if you can bet that, you might as well if you have that kind of money. No, no, no. That's a, If I knew what this was, I would have flamed him. He would be my L the week. My man took probably mad L's. He's like, I have to give me a pick-me-up. Let me throw all this money on a guarantee. So now he look like, oh, I got one. <laughs> Do you have a WNL, by the way? Nah, I don't. I might have him, but I might as well save him. No, no, save him. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'll do it at the end Yeah, if there's time. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, it's two short ones. One, it just, um, I, I vote you just... Keep going for that game, and then I'll read off the ones I have for that game as well. For the Saints? Yes. Yeah, I'm already done. Oh, I thought you had three. Oh, you, the Matt one Jones. was two. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you good. Um, so I have the over 42 and a half. It's too low. Really? These are teams that can score. Yeah, I mean, 42 and a half, that's at least three touchdowns a team, and then a field goal. I mean, I think it's doable. Sure. Uh, and then I have a Marquez Callaway touchdown at plus 300. Sneaky now, good. Yeah, he's Jameis's favorite deep target. Um, obviously Camara's probably the like the lead guy. I haven't looked at the odds in a few hours, but I imagine he's like the number one in odds for yeah. a touchdown. And then uh, I guess Deontay Harris, whoever else is on that team. I don't even know who the tight end is. Um, if you were to parlay those, it would be plus five forty six. So Ooh. depending on how much you trust me, I might do that. But I only have two other games and then I have a teaser, so I got you. All right, then I'll just do uh, two back-to-backs. Yeah, just do it. Or, read them off. Yeah. So uh, real quick, uh, Ravens at Lions. Uh, they didn't have anything for Goff. He wasn't even mentioned in the uh, touchdown, passing touchdowns, but hmm. past three weeks he has been one and a half touchdowns, and I've taken the over, and he has not failed me yet. Maybe against the Packers he probably failed me. No, he didn't actually. He did win. Because his favorite target is Hawkinson. So I have Hawkinson as plus 170. Uh, Quentin Cephas, if that's how you can pronounce Cephas. it. Cephas. Cephas. Uh, he's plus 195. He's caught a touchdown in each game as well, like Hawkinson. So those are the two targets Goff has been relying on. And, of course, Hollywood Brown, Marquez, or Marquise Brown for Baltimore plus 170. I like those matchups in that game. Hmm. Um, next, we have Danny Dime and the Falcons. Well, Danny Dimes and the Giants against the Falcons. I have Danny Dimes going over 26 yards rushing. That was in minus 114. I think I would parlay Ooh, it with... That's, uh, that's, I feel like that's up. Is it? I, I mean, usually they put him in like like 12 and a half, but he, he can definitely do that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, let me see. We'll do... I have Dolphins and Raiders. I like Rugs over 37 and a half yards, period. I was like, what? Okay. Minus 114. And Waller, plus 105 a touchdown. People are sleeping on Waller. The disrespect. Yeah, I feel like every episode we mention how good he is. Yeah, right. I think he might be the best receiving tight end in the NFL. I mean, 
I mean, next I know that's kind of Kelsey, I know that's bold right? because of Kelsey, but if you give, and this is no slight on Derek Carr, but if you put Waller on that Chiefs team, they're just as they're even more dangerous. You put Kelsey on the Raiders. Don't get me wrong, Kelsey's still going to be top two tight end, but but if you if you were to switch places, give Darren Waller, you know, Reed, Mahomes, be enemy, Tyreek Hill, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, that offensive line. Darren Waller is an MVP candidate, and also and also the allure of like you're basically a deep playoff team because with the Raiders they are they can be but they're in that same division so they're yeah. like looking up. If you put them on a, a Super Bowl contending team, a little bit of extra cut on the route. Yeah. yeah, there's guys running wide open on that offense. Um, so my next one's a teaser. I think I mentioned either week one or week two. I, I've dabbled a little bit last year with teasers. College football, it's very difficult to do these. Um, I'm going to go with a one, two, three, four, five leg teaser. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a four leg. Um, and the final odds are not as good as you would hope, but um, so I, I basically, I, the default on FanDuel is just to give your bets six points a piece. Kansas city's minus seven right now against the chargers. I got it right this time. Um, not the Clippers. <laughs> if it were the Clippers, they'd be like a hundred point favorites, but so they're minus seven against the chargers. Cleveland is minus seven and a half at home against the bears. New York Giants are minus three at home against Atlanta, and Denver is minus uh, ten and a half at home against the Jets. So, if you give each of those teams six points, it comes down to Kansas City minus one, uh-huh. Cleveland minus one and a half, New York Giants plus three, Denver minus four and a half. So, if those four teams can cover those, that's plus two forty. Ain't bad. I no. think that's doable. Totally doable. I mean, there's the further and further you go, oh, the more you, I feel like anything more than three teams, you're, you're really setting yourself up to fail because all it takes is one to screw you. But I think those four feel like the safest ones, in my opinion. For sure. Maybe aside from Dallas, if you want to give Dallas six points as well, then they would be plus two and a half or plus, yeah, plus two and a half. So who knows? Not bad. Um, next one for me. Uh, I think the premier game this week will be Tampa, I believe, on the road in L.A. against the Rams. If I'm not mistaken, it's either that way or vice versa. No, yeah, they're on the road. Okay. Um, I have Rams plus at Rams plus 1.5, minus 10 right there. Also, the money line plus 108. I have the Rams winning. From from last episode, we did the picks. I have uh, them upsetting the Bucks. Also, pick I have is uh, Stafford going off over 300-plus yards, minus 114. I might not take that, but we'll see. But I definitely have him over two-and-a-half touchdowns at plus 144. I think him and Cooper Cup yep. just found magic out there, and Robert Woods as well. Yeah. Um, Brady as well, two-and-a-half over, plus 128. No Antonio Brown, I think, due to COVID. And, uh, yeah, the, have- uh, the door is still open for him to play. Oh, really? Um, so not to get, I, I don't really like talking to COVID or vaccines or whatever on the bottom, but the rule for the NFL, however, is if you are vaccinated, which it sounds like Antonio Brown is, you need two negative tests, uh, within, or like 24 hours apart. So, so he still has time to be good to go. Um, um, ESPN did confirm on the little ticker that he does have the virus or has tested positive for it. Who knows if he's got symptoms or whatever, but who cares? Speed, I was going to say speedy recovery, but who cares? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I know who cares from the sense that, you know, COVID in general, but it just puts a damper on everything. It does. Um, speaking of that real quick, Andrew Wiggins, get your shit together, buddy. This man is not getting get vaccinated. It's forfeiting basically his home games for the uh, Golden State Warriors. Well, he's going to get traded for Ben Simmons anyway, so. God. Um, and lastly, on that uh, Rams-Buccaneers uh, ticket, Gronk, plus 115 touchdown. I think that was pretty popular. <laughs> At this point, he might as well just take him for two because he's got two in each of the first two games. Yeah, right. And especially if they go to the red zone and Brady's like, in, uh, Evans disappearing and Brown might not play. Godwin's probably covered. If, and then, you know, Jones is a fumble poppy. So he's yeah. like, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. Yeah, he's handcuffed to the bench. Yeah, right. So, yeah, those are my uh, picks okay. for that game. All right, so I do have I have two more. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle at Minnesota, As if you listen to the previous pod, I have Minnesota winning that game. That's a I'm going to go with decision. a – so FanDuel has the double result option where okay. you can pick who's going to win the first half or who will be winning at the end of the first half and who will be winning at the end of the second half. Um, Seattle to lead at halftime, but Minnesota to win the game. Plus seven fifty. Hey, that's doable because Minnesota's been in these games pretty tight. Yeah, they've been in, they've been in both games so far. They almost beat the Cardinals this past week, and then they they did beat uh, Cincy week one. Or no, did they? No, no, they lost. I'm sorry, they lost in overtime. Yeah, but they've been in both games, and this is their you know home home game that they have to get right. So that seems to be my term of the week: the get right. So, <laughs> but I think if there's any if there's any team that might, you know kind of skidding into this at Seattle after getting kind of embarrassed last week. They blew that game to Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, as long as the the kicker from Minnesota doesn't botch this kick again. That's true. Yeah, I'm putting a lot of... Maybe that's why the odds are so long. All right, good stuff. And I believe we both, of course, the PA Turnpike would have a Philadelphia versus Dallas. Of uh, course, yeah. Of course. I have a couple. How how could we not? Um... (laughs) I have I have three on paper, but it's really two. Um, yeah, one is, uh, same one thing. Of these. Same here. Oh, awesome. One of these is the scoring options. Um, I'm a sucker for these, and Rob, I think you've done it maybe once or twice, but it just backfired each time. Oh, I think I know what you're doing here. Yeah. Um, it's the one touchdown uh, each half for both teams. So both teams would have to score at least one touchdown within the first two quarters, and then vice versa for the second half. And then you, that's a minus one hundred six. So it's that's a safe oh, bet, wow. but that's a safe bet. But Eagles were pretty much shit at home against San Fran, so that didn't really work yep. out. If I were to do that, but if you think they're gonna pick it up, you think Nick Sirianni's gonna get them right, J- Jalen Hurd as well, and Dallas at home Monday Night Football division game. Yep, I'm going with the two touchdowns for each of them. That is a plus thirteen sixty. Holy, just a touch, two touchdowns. Yeah. Let's go. And not and, to pile. Oops, sorry. Uh, lastly, and remember, it's not just offense, hey, defense or special teams. Those count as well as touchdowns. So that's a good yeah, one. Just got to get to the end zone. Um, yeah. Not to pile on our birds, even though we both have them losing. But um, yeah, there are, I, I forget who it is. I, it's too late for me to look. But uh, Troy Aikman mentioned it on the broadcast the other, uh, last night. Uh, they're giving out Hall of Fame um, plaques or rings or whatever to two Cowboys guys before the game. So I, I would expect the Cowboys have a little bit extra juice. Uh, uh-huh. um, I do have two, I have two props and if you parlay them, you get a funny um, odds number. 
Uh-huh. Um, I like Dak Prescott over 292 and a half passing yards. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think he's going to double hurts, which means he's probably going to have to throw for like 360. Especially if Zeke um, is not doing it. Yeah, I mean, who knows what Pollard would look like. And then I have first touchdown, C.D. Lamb, plus 850. Cool. And get the, get this. Do you want to guess the odds if you parlay the two? C.D. Lamb, first touchdown, Dak over. Plus 700. Oh, plus 1738. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that is that is doable because CD Lamb, I'm big on CD Lamb. I mean, all you need is CD Lamb to score the first touchdown because Dak is going to hit that over no problem. Eagles oh. defense, I think, will control the run game. Oh my God. Jamon, he's, he's hard to stop right now. And uh, even without Graham, you still have. Sweat Barnett and Fletcher Cox. So, and if that were to happen, CD Lamb first touchdown that already knocks me one more touchdown for Dallas within the first two quarters. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. Then you just need one more, and then you got to hope the Eagles somehow get ends up twice. Also, I also do have CD Lamb uh, prop. It's, I'm gonna have it as a, a two ticket. CD Lamb touchdown with Dallas money line is a plus two forty. Well, that's interesting. Me. I like yeah. that. And that's it for my picks. Same here. All right, Rob. Um, I think it's time for a little... Time for uh, the main event of the evening. The main Ready? event. Michael what? Buffer. In one corner, Rob Van Grable. The other, Joel. All right. Sick Roman. We're going to do our top five candies. So, All right, we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to go uh, same thing we normally do. We're five, five, five four, four, blah, 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 blah. All right. You, you can first? cut that. Uh, you can cut that blah, 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 out of the pot. Oh no, we're keeping that there. Leave it in. <laughs> if you listen this long, then thank you. And we you already and like me to start. Oops, I think sorry. we are truly the overs club because we try to go thirty to forty-five. We have shot that completely. Well, I mean, we're we're right on. Cl- we're we're five minutes away from forty-five, I believe, minus the ad. So. Oh. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, never mind. All right. Uh, Would you like to start? Uh, yeah, I'll start. My number five. Okay. I just happen to see it today uh it's a hershey's cookies and creams bar. ah see i knew that when we did this on such short notice i was gonna forget so many things <laughs> hey man i That's see that call. i take it every time and i throw it in the freezer oh, you, know, you know what i do is uh, you're gonna i'm gonna get a lot of people on following me when i say this <laughs> you know go. what you know what should go in the freezer and if you have not tried it please do not knock me until you have cookies and cream pop <laughs> Tarts. Listen to me. That is the sound of people just unfollowing us. Listen to our... me. Don't knock it. Even if you get the crappy Walmart brand, dude, trust me. <laughs> the great Seriously. value version. Source. Trust me, bro. The, the great value version is like a decent pop. Yes. Yes. In the freezer. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about that. Don't. I, I, if I have you over anytime soon, they're in my freezer right now. Well, like, no they're doubt. not pop tarts. They're like they're toaster tarts or whatever the great toaster value version is. <laughs> <laughs> they're oh, toaster God. poppies or whatever. Uh, but that's a great call by you. The number five cookies and cream Hershey bar is fantastic. First. Anything cookies and cream is great. Even the the uh, the the swirl. Well, it's not cookies and cream, but like the the swirling uh, the Hershey dog? kisses. Uh, you ever have those like Hershey kisses that are white and brown? Yeah, those are mm. those are good too. For sure. I went a little basic here. 
I was thinking primarily what what I would grab if I'm going to a, like a Wawa because I don't want to go to 7-Eleven because even though I'm kind of a nihilist, I don't really, really want to die yet. So I don't want to get shot at 7-Eleven. And I also went based on what I'm most likely to eat in a movie theater or while driving. So you're going to notice, yeah, you're going to notice these aren't too messy. So number five for me, and I'm going to maybe go with the, the minis that they sell now, Starburst. Starburst? I like Starburst a lot. See, I'm they don't fill you that. though. You can't eat too many of them though, but the, they're good when you need them. They are good. That's why I like the minis because you can eat like 12 of them and not feel too sick and you don't have to unwrap them. And you don't feel guilty for eating the entire shit. <laughs> um, That's because it all sticks together in the bag anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna... That would be in my top 15. So I wasn't because, sure if that... Yeah, we got to expand this and do a top 20 at some point. Solely because the flavors... If it was solely pink, I might, but then... Oh, it wouldn't like even be on my four, list. <laughs> Jesus. It's three or four for me, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like, well, at least with the Hershey's and cream, I can just eat, 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 and yeah. leave it in the freezer and eat it again later. That's fair. We, so, good. I like actually that. just got these. Um, We just got these energy drinks at work that are uh, Starburst-flavored, Starburst-inspired, and like a flavor collaboration, and they're pretty close. Diabetes, presented by the PA Turnpod. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, no sugar, but just full of fake sugars. <laughs> all right, uh, my number four is a sneaky one. Snickers Mini, oh my number four, not the not the regular. Oh, God damn it, I forgot one. Snickers Mini, you forgot Snickers? No, I forgot one. Oh yeah, I just, I just, I just real no, I realized I was supposed to put I no. <laughs> Wait, I thought of oh. one that belongs on my list. I'm sorry. Go ahead, I'm done. No, 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 I want to listen to your Snickers Mini. Oh no, it's just, oh. dude, when you Halloween's coming around the corner too. Oh, I'm, we're cutting you. You're cutting me? Oh. No, I'm uh, cutting my number two, and I'm just flat out replacing it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, Halloween's coming around the corner. Sure, as a kid, you would like you know the full-size candy bars. But as you get older, I'm like, dude, watch my figure. Oh, Snickers Mini, Twix Mini, Milky Ways, anything Mini. You can pop four of those and not feel guilty. I'm glad you just went on for a few seconds because my top five list looks like a football play right now. There's a bunch of arrows everywhere and some X's and I circled some things. So it looks like a zone blocking scheme. I don't know what's happening here. Um, what number are we on? Four. Okay. This is. Uh, Bishop Sycamore out there. Yeah. The coach and I are just outside laundering money. Uh, number four oh, is Twix. Hey, yo. I'm a huge Twix guy. Oh, this is a perfect set because that's my number three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Twix They're guy. perfect. They're perfect, especially the minis. We just bought the minis at the dollar store. They're perfect because you, you, they don't. It's not too much. I know, right? Yeah, and you can you can put those in the fridge too, and they firm up, and you don't get goo all over your teeth. Yeah, I have that as well. Uh, well, that's a little hard because once the caramel is really hard, it's just like oh, now you're. That's up. true. Now you're then up. it just rips off the cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Twix is my number three as well. Um, All right, number three for me is the one I just added to my list. Wait, real quick. Um, I'm just gonna real yeah. quick, left or right. I don't know the difference. Supposedly there is. How a difference. dare you? I think we, I'm gonna be. Right, I'm out of here. Actually, I gotta go to. Sleep. No, and I, I just got number three. I just did all this work on my list, and <laughs> you said we're gonna you cut. Can't tell the difference. I what, what? What? One's on the left. One's on the right. Left all day. Is one supposed to? I so there is a difference, right? 
Is it one supposed to have more caramel and one supposed to have more chocolate or something? No, I think it's the way they lay the, the caramel. Have you not seen the commercials? I, do, I don't watch TV. Me neither, but whatever. I watch, I watch football and Dancing with the Stars. and What a true king. And if, it, if Superbad's on, I'll watch that. Yeah, right. All right, so number three, I'm just going to flat out tell you now. I, I had to... I had this is like week four of the week four of the preseason. You got to make that last roster cut. It's like the <laughs> the short, skinny white receiver from Delaware that you're like, oh, you know, he worked really hard. Um, Sour Skittles just got cut from the list <laughs> because I needed to put take five on my list. What is that? Oh my god! <laughs> Excuse me. Take what five has pretzel, is that peanut butter, caramel, chocolate, peanuts? It's got everything. If if you haven't had one before, they are I've never had one. Fantastic. What's it called again? I'm Googling take, it. Take five. Take five sounds like on a movie set. Take five. It sounds like a call service to be honest with you, but are you sure? Take five? Because it says take five oil change. Well, I mean, if you want to try that. <laughs> what the hell? Um, so, let me see if I even unless I'm oh, unless I'm living this. within like a Mandela effect or something. Okay. I've seen this a Mandela effect. Take five oil change that popped up for me too. It's also a jazz. That's a pop. Yeah, take five. Not the not the one in the black, unless they it's the same thing and it's different now. But it's pretzel, peanut butter, one? caramel, and peanuts. Is it the orange? It's either or orange or red. One? I think uh, they're the same thing, aren't they? I don't know. I'm looking at Google Images and they have three black. I I, I know red. about the red one. I think, I think the black one is like a bigger one. Hey, yo. Um, uh, wait. Yeah, turn pot after dark, folks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, if you want to save calories, I would go with the uh, take five. Ooh, or that might, black bar. that might be dark chocolate then, maybe. Because it's 200 compared to the 210. No, um, it did. Okay. All right. Now, the black one, that's probably a top three all time uh, candy wrapper design. It is kind of cool looking. It looks like almost. Uh, that does look cool. All it needs is oh, a supreme. Sti- All it needs is a supreme sticker on it. I buy it. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is. Oh, it's a different brand. Oh no, it's not. Reese's and Take Five. Yeah. Well, this says Hershey's Take Five. This one says Reese's Take Five. What? I whatever. I don't know what the difference is. We're running. Oh, wait, the old one is in black. It, it's Google says the old one was black. So. Uh. Yeah, uh, four nothing, Atlanta. Ah, uh, gross. All right, what's uh, what's next? Number two. Wait. Yeah, yeah, number two. Uh, number two for me. Staying away from the candy. I mean the chocolate. Excuse me. Welch's Originals fruit snacks. Those Ooh. I popped yeah, another those like one. Crack. Another one I forgot about. I go to Wawa right before work, get gas. I go in there, and I see those right at the counter. I'm like. Which ones yeah. do you do? Do you the do the, the the light blue bag? Uh, yeah. Okay, those yeah. are good. Some, sometimes I go with the I think the red one or the like teal. I think it's like a tropical mix, but okay. the original is the spot to go. Yeah. I, no regrets when I eat the whole good. bag and in one sitting. They make it feel somewhat healthier too. Yeah, for sure. All right. Number that, two, I also that and, uh, Essentia. I don't know what that is. Essentia water? How dare you, sir? Uh, you, uh that's right, bougie water. I drink spring water. <laughs> uh, not Deer Park. I drink the water with the the fluoride or whatever, and then the hormones. I'm Fiji. growing. 
I went through puberty at six because I drank the water from uh from the faucet. So <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I drive Nestle Pure Life because this is what oh um uh, Ready Refresh was bringing to me for twice the price. Um, number two, I also went away from chocolate. I'm actually not a chocolate guy, but number two is I think my number one movie theater food. Popcorn. Reese's Pieces. You slut. Those are pretty good. They're amazing. Better than M and M's. They're perfect. They're perfect. Oh yeah, they are. They're perfect. You can grab one at a time. You can grab thirty-seven at a time, and they taste just as good no matter how many you put in your mouth. And and like I said, you can eat them while driving. You can eat them while you're watching TV. Convenient. You, you can eat them while you're typing. I went practical for this one. Practical. It's like a utility person player on the uh, <laughs> baseball. You can do it all. Yeah, it's, it's the Ronald Torres. It's uh, Shohei Otani. He can pitch. He can hit the home runs. He can field if he could, if he wasn't a pitcher as well. Hey, you need a shortstop? Otani. Sure. Um, I think he's played some outfield this year. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. So that's a strong number two. Well, piggyback off of that, my number one is Reese's. Oh, Dude, wow, throw, that's crazy. You throw those in the freezer, that is quality food right there. And I'm talking about the original, not that white chocolate nonsense. The original Reese's. So I'm going to, I don't have that on my list, but I will tail Your that a little bit. Your list is tragic. My, my list is fantastic. The Reese's are the ones aren't the regular size. So the pumpkins are good. And the, uh, the little tiny ones, like the bite-sized ones, those are good too. Because you get more. Wait, what's your number one? Have you named it yet? No, it's it better the not be candy rival corn. of Reese's. It better not be candy corn. I swear. No, I, if I speak too loudly, your niece will run into this room. I'm in the office. <laughs> she will run in here and tell me candy corn belongs on this list, but it does not. It, um, number it does one not. for me is the rival of your number one. Well, it's not candy. It's not corn. I can think of like 10 different corns that are better than candy corn. Um, so the rival of your number one, Kit Kat. Ew. Do you not like Kit Kats? Yeah, when I was seven. Again, well, all of this is when we were seven. <laughs> I'm not. I completely forgot that they were even. A, I've never seen one. I'm not gonna say I've never seen one. That's because they're sold out one. everywhere. I died. So the best no. candy on the planet. False. Negative. I think it's because they realize they don't make money off that. So like, fuck that. We don't need this. We don't need this nonsense. That's what it is. Not their style. No, they're they're just, just really good. They're, they're great. Come I mean, on. the waffles, I'm sure. I, I oh, it's great. Uh, honorable mention goes out to the reviews on an, on Amazon for sugar free gummy bears. Have you ever looked at those? We should do a bonus pot when we get to 100 followers on Instagram, where we just read all the reviews for the sugar free gummy bears. We're like 70 away, right? Yeah, <laughs> almost there. <laughs> It's just all people saying they went to the bathroom. Uh, the sugar, <laughs> sugar-free gummy bear. Because they put so much like insoluble fiber or whatever in there. It just makes you poop. On Amazon? Let me see this. Yeah. See you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm I telling write. you, it's good. One star. See you in hell, Harborough's sugar-free gummy bears. 
It was my last class of semester. <laughs> and the final exam was worth 30% of our grade. Uh, I, yeah, we definitely got to do this. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's the best thing you didn't know you needed. I actually was just talking about this at work the other day. I remember it popped up on BuzzFeed a little while back on like Facebook and stuff. Yeah. And it was just because they load because they I guess if they're sugar free, they're using like all these different like fibers and things. Yeah. And you can't really eat them like all that much. Oh, no. I'm like skimming down. Person was in the middle of a final, had sharp pain and it had a bounce. And the teacher said, you can't leave. It's a final. <laughs> and failed. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so it has a, it, it has a sh- <laughs> so it has a sugar alcohol in it. It's called uh, maltitol, which has a uh, like the same effect on your body that laxative. I'm in tears. But that's like the sweetener in there, so it's it's like a fake sugar. So it's technically sugar free, but it's a fake sugar. Um, bro, yeah. <laughs> At one point, I have to read the entire thing, but you should. You might as well just do it when we finish recording. Um, do you have a W and an L? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't have any of those. But uh, that was a powerful uh, top five. Not bad. Yeah. I, I know I was poking fun of it, but it wasn't. We bad. have to. Ex- it wasn't bad. We have to expand it to ten in the future. Yeah, and if uh, you want to agree, disagree, share yours, hit us up on the mailbag at paturnpod at gmail.com. Yep. And PA underscore turnpod on Instagram. Follow us, DM us, and share us your. We're actually going to probably, we're going to post our top fives to the story this weekend and see who, and put a poll up. You should show your uh, Bishop Sycamore uh, candy top five because that must be fun to see arrows and circles and crosses. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Mike and Ike's. Um, oh my God. What else is a fake? Yeah. <laughs> Ew, yeah, um, smart sweets. Um, the raisinets, candy, the, al- the almond thing. Hey, if you're if if the producer is going to be listening to this episode, candy corn does not belong on any list beside the top five worst candies. That's I can think of seven different iterations of corn that are better than candy corn. Street corn, grilled corn, corn on the cob, uh, <laughs> the band corn. That's with the K though. Cream Pop, corn, popcorn. Popcorn, popcorn, kettle corn, that's already eight, seven. Pop cereal, which is basically corn. Uh, Tony Kornheiser from ESPN. <laughs> uh, PTI, baby, PTI. Uh, the, the, the the Mexican street corn, where they dip it in mayo and put like flaming hot Cheetos on it. All right, do you have a W and an L? Because I have two quick even, ones. Even oh, cornhole. I don't have one. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't All right, I have, I have quick, uh, quick W. Um, Oscar Limblom from the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, I know he's been cancer-free for a little while, but he went for a screening recently. Uh-huh. Still cancer-free, ready to go for the season. Love that dude. Awesome. Um, hashtag Oscar Strong. And my L of the week goes out to Joe Stazak, formerly of 97.5 The Fanatic, for oh. proving what a gutless prick he is <laughs> and um, and what a douchebag he is on Twitter this week. So the Sixers announced that they um, they finally announced the, the successor from Mark Zumoff. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, forgive me. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but um, the newest. I, I think I can come up with it. Like the newest voice for the 76ers is a female. Um, obviously, a couple teams have done this this season. Um, the Bucks, I believe, just hired a uh, a female. So it's Kate Scott. She's doing it for the Sixers. She's done some national oh, like soccer games and stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, I believe she worked at ESPN or worked with a, a company that partnered with ESPN. Um, whatever. I mean, how people truly care about announcers anyway, but good for her. I think it's cool. It sets a good, you know, it's a good thing for females who are watching the sport to, to look up to, you know, it's a male dominated industry and for people to be able to tune into NBC sports failure and watch the Sixers, I'm sure it's going to be cool for a lot of young girls out there who have aspirations to be announcers. Um, Joe Stazak went on Twitter and I, he deleted the tweets. Of course. Uh, Cause you know, he said it's because his wife told him to, it's really because he, he doesn't have a job and it's going to hurt his ability to get a job. If he's still being a prick. Um, he said something about, Oh, they really hired a chick. How, um, how, you know, cutting edge or whatever. And then somebody else who used to work at 97.5 tweeted back at him and was like, yeah, about as cutting edge as you making like comments about my appearance every single day at the station. So this dude's just like a weirdo. And he proved it this week on uh, Twitter. What an asshole. Yeah. What a douche. He's worse than uh, it, talking about every time he spoke, it sounded like a peanut butter in the roof of his mouth. So. <laughs> He's worse than he, uh, he, hasn't tw- he hadn't tweeted in three months. His last tweet was about how he got um, terminated from 97.5. And then he all of a sudden reactivates his Twitter account to start talking, you know, about how woke everybody, whatever. Like it or not, they hired somebody that whether or not they truly thought that she was uh, the most qualified for the job. It is a like a, a risky thing to do, even in this day and age. And kudos to the Sixers for picking somebody. And it's not just Brian or Tom McGinnis or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's like, and if it doesn't work out, she might be, she could be gone in a couple of years anyway. Who cares? Joe stays on a couch somewhere. Like, why knock it? So if he, he, his L, it? yeah, and, and so he's the L for being just a total weirdo on Twitter and kind of being, and not, I'm not going to call him sexist or a chauvinist, but just like, just like, eat a dick, dude. Just shut up. He's Clay Travis. Fuck off. Just fuck yeah, off. except he's not important enough. He thinks he's important, but he's not. Um, well, that's a powerful L and kudos to that, uh, the new, uh, broadcast. Yeah. L to the Padres too, for wasting my night. (laughs) I mean, that's not good for nothing at at the top of the seventh. It looks like, um, Oh, top of the seventh already. And it's a seven inning game. Oh shit. Well, I'm almost six. So positive. I'm almost positive it's a seven inning game. Let me see real quick. Let me see real quick. Um, no, well, nothing. Yeah, I think it is because the over under was eight and a half. Uh, no, they're uh, playing maybe, nine innings. Are they? They playing nine? The box oh, maybe score the one nine. that they played earlier. Yeah, maybe the one they played earlier was just seven because it was the second portion of a doubleheader that was. So Tatis technically homered early. He literally homered earlier. And they technically said on uh, Twitter it was his 31st homer or his 30th homer uh-huh. in spite of the fact that he has 41. But at <laughs> the time that that game was suspended, he only had 29. So they gave him, they, they counted that as his 30th homer. My God. <laughs> well, uh, we'll keep watch on these, these fightings. One game. Well, it could be, I guess, two games now yeah. behind the Braves. Uh, save these uh, by next week. Hopefully the Cardinals take an L. Or three, so we can get into that second wild card spot. Yeah. But. Side note. Um, side note. Before the season, a couple of my friends and I did this like seasons predictions thing. Uh huh. 
And it was like, who will lead the league in home runs? Who's going to win Cy Young and all this stuff? I mean, we're, for the most part, going to be wrong. But uh, one of the things was, you don't have to necessarily predict the team, but what will the longest winning streak be this season? And I actually predicted 14. You're sitting right there, on. There's one other person. Yeah, there's one other person that went higher than me. Uh, my <laughs> friend Pat went with 16. But if they lose tomorrow, then I will be correct about that. Uh, we all threw up, I think, five bucks, and whoever gets the most correct at the end of the season gets all the money. So it's like $50 or whatever. Granted, I had Ronald Acuna winning MVP and Blake Snell winning Cy Young, so I'm not going to hit on those. I mean, we're betting people here on the PA turn, bud. God, I love the, I love the hustle. Yeah. Bryce Harper is the favorite for MVP, by the way. I think he's minus 210. Um, I got to double check that, but I got him at plus 400 about a month ago, so... Excited about that. Free money, bitches. Yeah. Oh, Rob, this has been fun. A quick quick little uh, podcast. Ran a little longer than planned, but I like it. Two yeah. podcasts a week. Definitely get more uh, props in on this episode than on Wednesdays. So next week, we might touch on the Washington football team team names. Um, ESPN came out with their top 100 um, for basketball. Right now, they have counted down everything from 100 to six. Uh, there are four sixers in the top 100, and unless Danny Green is in the top five, there will not be a fifth. Um, uh, I think you misspoke. Did I? There's, there's three sixers and redacted. Uh, three top. sixers and a guy who, who was associated with the sixers. Uh, yeah. But unless Ty, well, Tyrese Maxey is probably going to be number one, but. So far, there have been four guys. We're going to break down those four Sixers, well, three and a half Sixers, and then compare them to the guy who's around them. And then if the top five is out by them, we're going to probably disagree with it because ESPN will just kind of screw it up to piss us off and create like a, a talking point. But if the top five is not out, we pretty much have nailed down who the top five will be, and we'll rank them ourselves. So but. a lot to look forward to next week. We're going to touch more on uh, baseball we're going to try to get away from football or from football being the main focus just so we can kind of broaden the horizon and show the, uh, the listeners out there that we have more to offer, obviously as Sixers and, and NBA approach. And then when Simmons stuff comes out, we're going to, you know, go a little bit deeper in there, but next week we're going to try to be about covering, 33% for each of the three sports. We're covering uh cricket, rugby, <laughs> uh, table tennis, and don't get me started on Batman. Don't get me started. But yeah, all that. And we might even touch, uh, I believe the Ryder Cup is on right now. I don't know what that is, but it's uh, it's on FanDuel. Horses? I don't know. I oh. think it's golf. The Google is saying golf, so I was dead okay. on that one. Yeah, I think it's golf. I think it's like a, a national golf thing, like USA versus like China versus like Venezuela versus like Antarctica. I don't know. And North Korea. Yeah. Nate. <laughs> Name that sport. <laughs> What's going yeah. on? I think uh, our Friday episodes uh, are going to be the the fun Lucy ones that were just yeah, <laughs> and no structure, and that we're just already like tired and sleepy. So yeah, we might just be saying some flagrant things out here. Hey, we'll get there. Candy corn is not a candy. It you shouldn't be able to. Diabetes. You shouldn't be able to melt corn. <laughs> any uh, any last words, sir? Uh. No, it's been fun. Um, 
Can't wait for these uh, this Sunday for some uh, NFL picks to go right finally. And me claiming the number one spot so far in the PA Turnpike. Yeah, we're only two apart. So it won't be after Monday. I'll be yeah, extending went, my lead. If I, am I went a little lead. risky this week. I did not do the $15 pool that my friend organized because I'm so distraught from last week. A PTSD. So I'm not doing it this week. Plus, there's too many games to, too many tough games to call. And also, uh, you dropped like what? Two paychecks on uh, the producer's birthday and uh, yeah. the executive producer. Yeah. So you're recovering. Yeah, they're both asleep right now. Not, not if you say candy corn is not a candy out loud. Yeah. I don't know. It's like looking in a mirror and saying red rum. It is, you summon. <laughs> or uh, candy man. Uh, but, uh, impromptu W of the week are my neighbors because we got to meet them like formally tonight. Very nice people. Two old people next to us. So shout out to. To, um, I forget their names, but the shout out to the people next door. <laughs> they uh, they gave us uh, like a bag of tomatoes from like their daughter's garden, which was nice. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. All right, uh, so I bought them a pie and then they invited us over for pie. <laughs> the pie that you bought. Yep. <laughs> it looks really nice good. people though. So shout out to them. Nice That's people dope. in this area. Yeah, very cool. That's cool. That's cool as hell. Uh, any last up? Any last final words before we sign off, Rob? Trust the podcast. Trust the podcast.